Well, hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the Church on the Rock Leadership Podcast. Uh, My name is Heath, and I get the honor and privilege of being on this staff where we believe we have some of the most amazing leaders uh, here at Church on the Rock, and we get a chance to let them share on things they've learned. And I'm excited because we have started, if you tuned in for the last one, uh, we have started bonus episodes with our founding pastor, Pastor Jackie, uh, who's with us today. Pastor Jackie, uh, actually, uh, six years ago, when the Church on the Rock celebrated its 30-year anniversary, uh, he felt the Lord put something on his heart about 30 for 30, uh, 30 leadership lessons over 30 years of ministry, and we have been blessed by those as a church. We've incorporated those as part of our culture, and now we've decided to release those uh, as bonus episodes on our Church on the Rock podcast. And today, I just got to tell you, uh, this is probably my top one that hurts, that is hard, that God has grown me more than in any other area of my life. Today, we are talking about how being offended as a leader is not an option. And the truth is we live in an offended world. We live in a world where people are looking for reasons uh, to be offended. Um, I know, like I said, I've struggled with it. I think we've all struggled with it. Uh, and so Pastor Jackie, just just start us out, answer this question for me. Um, why... It, why? What? First of all, let's dive into this. What is an offense, in your opinion? Yeah, yeah, Heath. I think you said it correctly. We all we all struggle with uh, being offended from time to, to time. An offense. Uh, what is an offense? It's anything uh, that we do to other people or that is done to us that makes us f- feel like we've been violated. We've been hurt. We've been uh, neglected, uh, someone does something or says something, and and it goes against everything inside of us, and and, and we feel like we've been misunderstood. We feel like we our our, our rights have been uh, violated in some way. That's what an offense is, and the Bible talks about it and says it's it's impossible to live without. Uh, going through situations that offend us from time to time. Uh, It's impossible to live without offending other people. But it doesn't mean that it's right for us to carry that offense in our heart. Man, that's so good. Okay, so I I think we get that as a believer. As a believer, we're not supposed to be offended. Um, There's a right way to deal with that. You know, I I compare it a lot with uh, with. With anger, the Bible talks about that it's not a sin to get angry; it's a sin to handle anger yeah. the wrong way. Yeah. And and offense, I think, is the same thing. We're all going to be offended, but how we deal with it is one thing. So, tell us why, you know, you've been doing this for thirty six years. You've led staffs, you've led teams, um, you've led so many people in our city and across this world. Why, why, as the leader? Is it not an option for you to be offended? Yeah, yeah. Well, when you're a leader, everybody's watching you, and and they kind of take their uh, cue from how you're responding to life, to to what's going on inside of you. And as a leader, I trust me when I say this: 
you, you can't hide your offenses. If you're offended at someone, it's going to come out. It's going to come out in the words you speak. It's going to come out just in your, your actions, the, the, the manner in which you treat someone. And, and as a leader, we have, we have responsibilities. Uh, uh, you know, the Scripture says, be careful what we teach, that we, we not teach uh, uh, a, a falsehood, that we not teach something that would lead someone astray. The same is true with an offense. Be careful how you handle the offenses that come into your life because everybody is watching you. And whether we like to uh, look at it in this way or not, any, any offense that I carry in my heart, I see it as a form of unforgiveness. And we know what the Scripture says about forgiving one another. And so we don't have the option as a leader to carry our offenses. Man, that's, that, is, that is so true, so hard, uh, but so true. You know, one of the things that, that I've noticed even in my own life is that if I'm offended at one person— I will typically respond as a leader to everybody yeah. the same way through that offense. I can be offend, offended at this person and somebody else come. You know, I could be offended at Jackie and Carson, who's in the studio with us right now, comes to me. And my offense towards Jackie affects my response to yeah. Carson. Yeah. And, and kind of talk about when you're offended, when this thing has taken root in your heart, uh, how does an offended person respond, not just to the person that offended them, but to everybody, and as a leader, not to just that person, but to their entire team. How does that response, yeah. what does that look like? Well, yeah, when, when, when I'm offended, let me talk about myself, okay? I can't talk about anybody else, but when I'm offended, anger rises up in me. Maybe I disguise the anger, maybe I keep it undercover, but I'm angry on the inside. I feel like someone's violated my rights. I feel like uh, someone hasn't met up to my expectation. And so I'm angry. I'm hurt. Uh, and we know the old saying, hurt people hurt people. If you carry hurt around in you, you're going to end up hurting other people. Uh, we, we, we become critical uh, when we're offended. Uh, we become a victim when we carry offense in our heart. Uh, we've all seen those people that uh, for some reason, they've been hurt, they, they, they've been offended, but they begin to take on that attitude that they're the victim. No matter what comes their way, they're the victim. Everyone's trying to take advantage of me. That's what happens in the heart of a person who's carrying an offense. Man, that, that, is, that is so true. I think when those things are, are, are coming out of us, we have to take a moment and kind of reflect on what it is. Um, I'm going to kind of put you on the spot here because I know you've been doing this for, for a long time, but can you think, uh, can you think of a story? Can you think of a person in your life and you don't have to name them by name where, uh, what, you know, one of the things I've learned about offense, because man, I, I've been offended so much, uh, at people for long periods of time and, and to look up and go, man, that offense really isn't hurting that person at all. It's just hurting me, and it's just making me more angry and me more frustrated. Can you think, like I said, I'm putting you on the spot, but can you think of a certain person or certain situation where somebody did something and you just it, you just got offended? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can tell you a very uh, uh, personal story, and I've shared this before, and I, I have his permission to share it, but uh, there were a period of years 
that I didn't have a good relationship with my brother uh, because I was offended at him. He um, wasn't a believer. I I had come to Jesus, and, and one of the first people I wanted to witness to and lead to Christ was my brother, my own brother. And yet he he seemed to uh, want to, to live a lifestyle that went against everything that I was trying to communicate to him. And so I just became offended at the way uh, he was living his life. I became offended at the way he uh, wouldn't listen to anything I had to say. And, and I, I would never have thought I was living with unforgiveness. I simply uh, built up a wall of indifference towards him. But it wasn't just indifference. I was offended. And God had to deal with my heart and deal with that offense and that unforgiveness before our relationship could be made right. Now, today, he's a, he's a, a, a follower of Jesus. He's, he's one of the greatest uh, spiritual men that I know. And, and we have a tremendous relationship. But that wouldn't have been possible if I would have carried that offense uh, on in my life. We, we can't have relationship with people we're offended with. Uh, and God really dealt with me about how immature I was and how I was literally uh, holding our relationship captive because of the offense I was carrying. Man, that is that is so good. Um, I think I think what we don't realize about offense so many times because you talk about a situation with your brother and and family members or maybe it's people you work with in your in your business. Uh, but the truth is this: is that offense causes destruction. Oh yeah, it causes destruction. There, there is, uh, there's division, man. When I'm offended, when I'm offended at 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 anyone, I don't want to be around them. I don't right. want to be near. I mean, there there's division, which ultimately leads to a sense of unity. If it's a team member that's on your team, then then that unity is lost or that unity goes down, and it fit, we've all had that awkward moment of. Okay, I think they're upset at me, or I'm upset at them. Uh, which eventually, if if you have that division, you lose that unity. Then, when it comes to the organization or the team that you're leading, then momentum is slowed down. Yeah, and we've seen that you, over and over. You know, again. you know, think about this: <clears throat> offense, being offended at someone, it, it doesn't happen with relationships that are unimportant. It happens with the people that we we really. Deep down, we really love those people. That's why so many families struggle during holiday seasons. And, and, and they, they say, I just can't be around my uncle. I can't be around my mother. I can't be around my, my sister. It's because of the offense. And we're offended because those are people that really matter in our life. And the devil uses that offense, yes, to destroy the relationship. Yes, to bring division in the family, to, to wreck unity in the families. And, and, and that's why, uh, being offended and, and, and causing us to be offended. That's one of Satan's primary weapons against us to get us locked up in our offense. I love that. I love that. Uh, Craig Rochelle, a guy that we both follow says this, he says, being offended is inevitable. Yeah. Living offended is a choice. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a choice that we have to make. I think it's a choice that we have to sit down and it's a choice where we have to go to God and say, God, how do we do this? Because it it is sometimes when somebody hurts you, that offense that you're holding really feels like the only thing you have 
to make sure that they know that they hurt you mm-hmm. or the mm-hmm. only thing that you can hold on to. And the idea of letting that go just yeah. doesn't, it doesn't feel easy. It doesn't feel right. And so for you, let's say, let's say I come in tomorrow morning and I do something and I offend you. Yeah. I, I upset you. Talk to us about how you would deal with that offense because it's not as easy as everybody makes it sound. We don't yeah. just let go of it and it floats off into air. We have to deal with it. And so how would you deal with an offense? Like I said, if I came in and offended you or your brother or Carson or whoever, how would you deal with that? Yeah, I, I, I think I think there's some key things that we need to just keep at the front of our, our mind and we need to hide in our heart. Because, like you said, it, it, it's inevitable. We're going to be offended from time to time. Uh, but one of the things we need to understand is that it's our expectations that are not being fulfilled, that are not being met. I expected you to, to, to say this to me, and you said something else. I expected you to treat me a certain way, and yet you treated me the way that you did. And so I, I'm going to choose to be offended because my expectations were not met. So one of the first things we do is we release our expectations to God. Uh, Jesus went to the cross and paid a price, so we don't have to carry those offenses. Uh, the when you look at everything that was done to Jesus in the crucifixion story before and 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 during crucifixion, uh, he literally laid down his rights and his expectations, and submitted to God and said, I'm going to take this on the cross because I know uh, those who follow me are going to have to battle with this thing of of being offended. So that's the first thing. You don't have any expectations. You don't have any rights. Give them all up to God. Number two, stop judging other people. What I found about judging people is this, is that when I judge myself— I know what is in my heart. I know the intention that I have. I may say the wrong thing, but, oh, I judge myself. I cut myself some slack because I know I didn't mean to say it like that. I may do the wrong thing, but when I judge myself, I know my intention. Oh, I didn't intend to come across like that. But when we judge other people, we only judge what we perceive. We only judge what we hear. We're not taking into account what was in their heart. And so we judge other people harshly. That makes us carry an offense towards them. The third thing that I, I, I think is very, very important is that we learn how to properly respond to criticism. Criticism's going to come. Some people, they, they don't mean to hurt us, but they say things uh, in a critical way, and, and, and it causes us to, to carry an offense towards them. Let me just say this. When criticism comes— Always ask yourself this question, is it valid? Sometimes criticism is valid. Somebody may come and say, what you did was wrong. What you said was wrong. They're simply revealing blind spots in our life. We need to thank them for that criticism because they're helping us grow up and mature and and helping us uh, deal with some areas that maybe have been previously have been blind spots in our life. Sometimes criticism is invalid. There's, there's no grounds to it. Uh, but when it comes, understand that maybe it's revealing a need in the life of the person that's criticizing you. So stop judging, lay down our rights, 
respond properly to criticism. And probably the last thing is this, be quick to forgive. You say, well, I don't feel like forgiving. You'll never feel like it, but go ahead and do it anyway. By an act of your will, choose to forgive the person you're offended towards. Um, I, I, I've seen it play out over and over and over in my life that if I'm offended at someone, God will, for some reason, I'll run into them in the grocery store. Mm-hmm. For some reason, they'll be pumping gas when I stop to fill up with gas. He will put me in a situation where I, where I will have to deal with my offense and just be quick to forgive. And you say, well, well, that doesn't help me because uh, I, I can say I forgive them, but I'm going to feel that offense again tomorrow. Well, forgive them again tomorrow and just do it over and over as much as you need to. Be quick to forgive and forgive over and over until God removes the offense from your life. Man, Man that, is, that is so powerful. Um, I think those things, I, I think through all that, the thing that stands out to me is this, this, is, this is a process. This is not something that happens overnight. Um, I'm actually writing a sermon right now. I'm ready, uh, re- getting ready to preach uh, to the church. And one of the things the Lord's really lay on my heart is uh, when we surrender, the word surrender, when we surrender things, when we surrender unforgiveness or when we surrender to offense, there's a good chance that I'm going to wake up the next day and have mm. to surrender it yeah. again. Surrendering yeah. is a daily choice. And refusing to ca- carry an offense <laughs> is a daily choice. Uh, and the truth is this, is let, let me ask you this, because we got a, a few more minutes. Um, let's, let's, flip the, let's, flip the, let's flip the tables for a minute. How do you, you, you can only be responsible for yourself when it comes to offense, but how do you deal with somebody? Maybe you're leading somebody on your team and they're offended at you or they're upset at you. How do you, how would you deal with that person? Maybe they're processing it and you just, you can feel the tension. You can feel that. How would you deal with somebody you're leading that is offended at you? Yeah. Well, I, I think we need to understand that true relationship is going to demand honesty. And sometimes honesty is the hardest place for us to get to. If, if I perceive or if I know that someone is offended towards me, maybe the best thing that I can do is to go to that person and just honestly tell them, I know I've offended you. I know what I did offended you. Not to defend our actions, not to... to, to uh, pour salt on the wound, but but just let them understand, I know what I did offended you, and I'm sorry. I can't change my uh, what's what I did in the past. I, I, I Maybe that's still, I, I'm still in the very same place. The decision I made may have offended you, and I haven't changed my mind on the, the decision. Let me just say this. I'm sorry, though, that you're offended. I'm sorry, though, that I hurt you, and I I want you to know that I desire our relationship to be healed. I don't want the enemy to take this offense and use it as a a key to bringing destruction into our relationship and into our lives. And so honesty is a big part of it. Uh, Those who are listening uh, to this podcast and you're married, you can't be married very long without going through times when you offend your spouse. 
maybe you didn't mean to, but you said the wrong thing at the wrong time. You did the wrong thing. Uh, we in, in marriage, we understand this maybe, and, and we walk in a little better than we do in other relationships. We realize we can't, you can't stay married living an offended life. You just can't do it. You can't just say, well, I'm not going to talk to her. Eventually, you're going to have to talk to your spouse. Well, I'm going to, uh, you know, give them the silent treatment. I, I'm going to leave the room every time they walk in. No, 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 that's not a marriage. A marriage has the marriage relationship demands that we're honest and that we deal honestly with issues like offenses. The same thing's true in every relationship. To the depth of that relationship and the desire that you want that relationship to work, you have to walk in a spirit of honesty. And and humility, it's a, it's a humbling thing to go to someone and say, what I said hurt you. I'm sorry I hurt you. That's 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 very humbling, but it's part of the uh, necessity uh, for us to get over the offense and to see the relationship healed. Love that. I love that, man. Well, Pastor Jackie, thank you so much uh, for this wisdom, for this revelation. I believe these leadership lessons are going to be a blessing to so many people. Hey, if you're listening today and want to help us, man, subscribe to this podcast so you know when the next episode is. Uh, You can also share it to your friends and family and other leaders. Uh, And if you want to go a step further, man, we would be so honored if you would consider leaving a review on how much this podcast has impacted your life. Man, we love you guys. We're praying for you guys. Uh, Remember, there's always room to grow as a leader, and we'll see you next time.